it going? It's going great. How about you? Oh, you know, living the dream. Yeah, we have so much energy, dude, going into this episode. Yep. <laughs> hey, man, how's it going? Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so anyways, welcome on into the FS Podcast, also known as Fancy Sports Podcast. Uh, this is actually going to be part two of our draft, uh, going over the recent NFL draft uh, in the first round. Uh, actually, before I continue talking, just a heads up, guys. I talked to you guys about it the last couple episodes, but I have really bad allergies, like super bad. And so my voice may sound kind of weird and different, so I'm sorry for that. Just a heads up. Jagger, I'm not sorry for that because you're going to have to deal with it. Wow. Uh, but, yes. Okay, I'll just mute you so <laughs> doesn't have to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, so just a heads up. My voice is a little weird because I just have really bad allergies at the moment. Um, so, anyway. So, yeah. Welcome on in. Uh, if you guys are new to the show, one thing you guys should know about us is that we're not professionals at this at all. We're here to have fun, entertain you guys, give you guys fantasy advice. Are you guys ready for the next fantasy season? It is off season right now, but, you know, a lot of things came out. We had the draft happen a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, all the schedules came out this prior week of us recording this episode yeah. uh so yeah. and i and i and jagger mentioned it and i love how all the social media teams for each for each nfl team is you know dealing with that because it's pretty it's pretty cool to watch because usually in the past it's just been like here's the schedule yeah now they make it more like a fun thing yeah a little skit you know a little promo mm-hmm. uh, so i like it it's entertaining yeah it's pretty entertaining so Oh, hold up. Okay, so. My gosh, dude, there it is, bro. Like, my <laughs> like my ears just got stuffed. Like, I cannot hear anything on the left side of my ear now. That's crazy. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, anyways, I guess we'll pick up, I guess. Is there any news, though, at the moment before we get into... I was looking at it earlier this afternoon. I think... It, it was mainly just, you know, the signings. Um, No, there was actually a... Former Packers player did get signed to the Jets. Oh, okay. Longtime friend of Aaron Rodgers. And if you give me a second, I don't know if you want to talk about Trey Lance at all. He is not recouping well from his injury. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. That has to be bad. I just thought I'd sprinkle. Yeah. On that. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, here's another one. This is a rumor. It's pretty good. I like it. But former Cowboy running back Zeke Elliott may side with the Bucks because yeah. they're looking for a running back too. So. Wouldn't be surprised if he signed with the Bucks, but that would actually be pretty nice if they do that. It would. So that's what it was. So Randall Cobb did sign a one-year deal with the Jets. Oh, okay. Yeah, sending all those Packer players over to the Jets. New Packers. Yep. New Packers team. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm. I'm I feel bad for the Jets uh, fans because, like, they're like, "Oh yes, we got Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we got Randall Cobb. Oh, we got the Lizard King Lazard." And then like, like, well, you guys are just the the. the you guys are just like the the Buccaneers a few years ago. Yeah, just the Packers, just a different yeah, state. Pretty you much. Know, you guys have the same color already, so. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much. All the good Packers players went over to New York. To New York, yeah. Just eliminate the yellow, and you'll be fine. Like nothing yeah. has ever happened. Uh, but yeah, so like a lot of the former Packer players are going to the Jets just because Aaron Rodgers. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers has a lot to do with that. So, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Ay ay ay, man, my nose. <sighs> okay, so I think that's it for news, though, huh? Yeah, like I, I said, there's not a lot, and we're definitely in that part of the year. Uh, other than I guess the stuff you already kind of know that the Vikings are planning on moving on from Dalvin Cook. 
Yeah. There was rumors that he could re-sign with the Cowboys, which I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I think he's... Because we were really excited for Tony Pollard to look, produce. Look, if he even does re-sign with the Cowboys, I would still... Tony, I wouldn't be worried about Tony Pollard at all. No. So, uh, but yeah, that's if he does re-sign with the Cowboys. Uh, but, like, moving on from that, like, oh, my gosh, there it is again. Jack, never mind. <laughs> I'm not moving on. Take it over. Take it away. Take it away. Uh, I guess we could talk about the release real quick. Colts have released Nick Foles. <gasps> what? A week ago. No. Yeah, well. Yeah, not surprised. And then... I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's all the news we got for you guys at the moment, or that came out since last episode. Um, but anyways, so speaking of last episode, we we talked about first round draft picks. We mostly we talked about all the quarterbacks uh, from the first round. Uh, in part two today, we're gonna be talking about the running backs in part two and the one tight end that was also drafted in the first round. Just because it's one, and put it together, you make a great episode. So yep. Uh, you want to go ahead and start off, or you want me to start off? No, I'll start it off, I guess. So, and again, this is honestly just from the order of the draft I'm going off of. And we said it before, you had three quarterbacks. We went over those in the last episode. Yeah. I'm hoping to kind of wrap it up all in this episode, but we'll see what happens. We're not really on a strict schedule, I guess. No, but I am crying for some reason. Tears of joy. Yeah, tears of joy. So there's three QBs, two running backs, four wide receivers, and a lonely tight end, all in the first round. Yeah. Which is surprising because that means there was a whole lot of linemen and defensive players this year in the first round. And that's good. A lot of teams need that. That has been overlooked for the past years of the it draft. Has. So good for them. Especially I remember uh, a few years back, you and I did this, and it was long. Yeah, there was a, a lot of players in the A lot of. Uh, Offensive players that were drafted in the first round. This is a lot more QBs, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So starting off, I guess, or picking up, I'm just going to start with uh, Bajon Johnson. Bajon. That's how I pronounce his name. Running back from Texas. Yep. uh, Drafted to the... The Falcons. Wow. Or the Red. Yeah, I forget. I want to look what that that was. Red Lion or something like that. Yeah. So that was from one of the uh, schedule videos. The Falcons, or the Titans, I think, did that. And I'll see if I can find that real quick because that was pretty good. <laughs> but but John Johnson, honestly. This was a surprise pick because, I mean, I know they had Cordell Patterson over there, but they also had another running back who was kind of like a rising star on quote unquote, you know. Yeah. Uh, just because I remember Cordell Patterson was injured for a little bit and they, were, they put this trust in this other running back too, back up. And he was actually doing really good. Uh, if you give me a minute, I will give you guys his name. But I remember he was a really good insurance back. He was one of those players that you would pick up on a bye uh, after a week if your player was either injured or on a bye week or you just need to play someone because you need a win to make it into the playoffs. I know he came in clutch for you guys. Um Again, give me if you give me one moment, I will give you guys his name. Um, but that's gonna be good old again. Uh, Tyler out Al- Tyler Algier. Yeah, yeah, Tyler he Algier. was a really good running back. Uh, again, he ended the year at running back number twenty nine in PPR, which is really good. Um, for especially for a backup like that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So last year, I mean, one of his blowout games. 
was a uh, I mean like the playoff time was 21 15 and 13 that's not bad no. for a backup running back and I had a lot of hope going into him uh faith going into uh next year with him but you know they go they go ahead and draft what is it how do you pronounce his name uh Robinson go with Bajon Johnson Bajon Johnson I don't know where I got Robinson from that's what it was the Red Stallions that's what the one lady called it in the Tennessee Titans video it was oh. Red Stallions <laughs> for the Falcons and I did tell Boya before the show, if anyone did not know, at the time of that video coming out, I guess the Falcons actually went on Twitter and did change their name and handle. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw that on Instagram, yeah. Um, they changed it for a brief little bit. I'm like, that's good. So I guess a little background about Bajon Johnson. I guess the NFL analysts are comparing him to Josh Jacobs. Oh, really? So there you go, Boya. I'm surprised that... Um they actually went with a running back like that. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't get, like, a QB or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, out of the combine, he was the best running back. Yeah, and he definitely was. So, like, uh, if that's a big investment for them, then good for, you know, the Falcons or Red Stallions or whatever they – Yeah, Red Stallions. What was it? It was. It was uh, Red Stallions. Where was Red Stallions? Okay, cool. But I think he's just going to be – I like it. I like it a lot. I don't I mean, think the he's – kid ran a 4-4-40. Yeah, I don't think he's going to blow up the first couple of weeks. I think it would no. be like towards the end of the year. And get and this way. He's one of those players you can hold on. If you have an extra bench spot, uh, you can you can hold him there and kind of just invest in him and wait for him to blow up. I feel up. like that's just at the moment. I want to wait till the season gets closer and we kind of get a lowdown on the depth chart yeah. of, the, of the Falcons. I was about to call them the Stallions. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if they say Bajan is the number one, I hate to say it, I might make a run at Bajan for my RB2. <sighs> that makes sense. I'm, I'm getting good vibes from him. I did that with a uh, good old running back from the Houston Texans last year. Yep. I did that with uh, Najee, his rookie year. Yeah, I remember that. That turned out pretty good until playoff time rolled around, and he got me one point. Yeah, true. But get this, way, Bajan is from Tucson. Arizona? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. There you go, a little hometown kid. I guess so. Uh, so any final thoughts on Bajon Robinson before we move on? No. Like I said, I, I'm I'm happy about this one. Yeah. I think it's a good pickup for the it's Falcons. I think it's a good pickup for fantasy. The it's offense is, is, is definitely going off the board. Definitely better than it has been for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since Matt Ryan left. But, I mean, the only thing they're still lacking on is in – QB, or had they have yeah, Henneke. Their, their QB is a little, a little weak. But Ryder, I think that's the one they got from the draft. If I'm correct. Yeah. yeah. And I think they were saying that that is their plan to go all in on him. Yeah. But so we'll f- we'll find out. Coming to yeah. So moving on, uh, the next running back that was taken off the board in the first round of the NFL draft, 2023, was a surprising one. I will. Yeah, a lot you, of people uh, didn't think it was going to be him either. And a lot of people didn't think the team was going to do this at all. Oh. Like, out I think of all, this was even after they did all their trades and everything. Yeah, this too. was before they traded away their oh. special running back recently. Uh, but anyways, so Detroit Lions drafted good old Jamar Gibbs, the running back from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh Again, it was a very surprising draft pick for the Lions because at that moment, they already had DeAndre Swift and the other running back. Uh, I think it was, oh, my gosh, man. Well, they got David Montgomery, too. And David Montgomery. Thank you. Yes. 
And it's just crazy that they just like went into the jobs like, you know what? Let's just pick up another running back. Like, really? I think they're definitely uh, trending away from Jared Goff. Yeah. And maybe they are going for a run-heavy offense. I get it. I mean, so I, I hate to say I'm under St. Brown. Yeah. Ouch. DJ Shark still over there? I think he is. Yeah. He's here and there. Again, Mr. TJ Hawkinson left mid-season. Yeah. He, he was sure electric did. on the team. So I guess, you know, maybe with them leaving and the quarterback not being too good. Yeah. Maybe they're like, okay, well, let's go for run heavy. But I, when you're doing something like that, you have to put a few years into it. You don't uh, just switch, you know. I'm surprised they didn't go ahead and, like, pick up a uh, wide receiver or something yeah. like that. You know? I mean, you've already got him on St. Brown. You got DJ Chark. You got Jared Goff at the helm. No, I think DJ Chark left. Did he? Yeah, if I remember correctly. Or he uh, went with a different team. I think you're right. Uh, give me a moment. Again, we're professionals at this. Don't even worry about it. We got you guys. Exactly, you exactly. don't have to look it up for us. Yeah, he's with the he's with the Carolina Panthers now. That's right. I yeah, forgot, I forgot about, about that too. Um, so yeah, I mean, at that moment, they should have picked up like a wide receiver or something to help Amon St. Brown. Unless they got some really young talent wide receivers in the back of their pockets that we don't know about yet, uh, which a lot of teams do when it comes to the actual regular season. Um, but like going back to their draft pick, I mean. I don't think he's – obviously, I think he he's going to get the starting role. I think eventually. Uh, I think David Montgomery is going to start the first couple of weeks as the RB1 mm-hmm. and then going into the regular season. or maybe He may not even be an RB1 for the rest of this, or yeah, the whole season. I could see that. Barring a David Montgomery injury, I feel like we won't see him until uh, later on. Yeah, Jamal Gibbs, though, is definitely one of those insurance backs. Yeah, you know, like – I hate to say, but a lot of running backs, RB ones, do get injured during the regular season, so they miss. Montgomery's shown signs, yeah. and they miss about maybe about to like one to two games. A, a lot of running backs do, so like that's when those insurance backs, and unquote, uh, come into play for you guys in your lineup. So Jamari Gibbs is probably going to be playing that bigger role when it comes down to it. But I mean, in those close leagues, those one two games that that main running back is out, two, that can be the punch. difference of your season yeah big difference big so, difference it depends on you know how we saw, your league is we saw yeah so and like a big difference too for like uh the team itself nfl team I and mean, look yeah. what happened to the jets when they lost their rookie oh, running back they lost Brees hall they were on an absolute tear when Brees hall was healthy and then, after and then that, the defense really kind of just had to yeah. put the work in so like going <laughs> yeah, going back to Jamar Gibbs, when you go into the fantasy season next year, I would not spend a draft pick at him at all unless you no. want to use him for like, I don't know, as a funny little uh fantasy team name. That way you can name your team yeah. gives me the trophy. Yeah. See, yeah. there you go. I already gave you one name. Yeah, so if you want to do that, do that. But again, I wouldn't waste a draft pick on him. Again, he will probably be only picked up. Uh, when the star running back is down, mm-hmm. and that's when the waivers slash money bids go in to pick him up. So yeah. I still, in my opinion, would rather pick up Bajon Robinson. Yeah, I would too. I like I said, I'm waiting on the depth chart, and I really feel like he could have RB2 potential, even RB1. Yeah. And that could be rookie season. Uh, it's just with the layout of the team, you know, it's wide open for a running back. Yeah. So... so. We just got to wait and see, in my opinion. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards on Bajon Robinson more than Jamari Gibbs. So. Yeah. 
Gibbs is definitely a okay. My running backs on the bench this week. Yeah, let me let me pick him up. Let me pick him up. See how he does. Mm-hmm. Or who knows? You could do at end of the draft dart throw and see how he performs. Yeah, he's he. I'm pretty sure in the future. I'm I'm calling it now. He may be one of our starts of the week. He probably will. Yeah. So going into wide receivers, any final thoughts on the two running backs we just talked about in the first round? Um, Obviously, we talked about leaning more for John Robinson more than Jamar Gibbs. Hey, Mar Jib Gibbs, <laughs> Gibby. Uh. Like I said, just kind of keep an eye on Gibbs. Yeah. I think you're right, though. I think we're going to see a David Montgomery-centric offense for I a little so bit. I think too. I think, yeah. Coming out the gate at the start of the season. So, I definitely see that happening. So, oh, I guess man. that brings us to our first wide receiver. Wide receiver. Are you happy about this? Uh, uh, when you look at the wide receivers right now before we talk about them, are you happy about the team that drafted a wide receiver? No. <laughs> For any of them? So the first one I'm looking at, no. But a few of them, yes. Okay. So uh, going into the first wide receiver, I don't remember what pick he was. I'm just going to say it. I believe it's it in order. Picks number 20. Uh, are we talking about Seattle Seahawks? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Jackson Smith, Najabi, I think. Something like that. Najaba. Anyway, so Jackson Smith. I think we'll just call him Jackson Smith. Yeah. Until we get a a wide receiver from yeah a wide receiver yeah. from Ohio State. Look, honestly, the Seattle Seahawks drafting wide receiver, I like it. Yeah. Because they already got a solid running back, a uh, uh, rookie running back from last year, uh, that got injured for a little bit, but he came back and he was just explosive on the field, dude. Like he was like doing super that well. Walker. Yeah, good old Kenneth Walker the third, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, them picking up a good old wide receiver in the draft, I really like it because I know they already have those two main ones, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Obviously, but bro, they're going to get targets. Yeah, they're going to get targets. But, like, I just like how they're giving Geno Smith more yeah. targets. Like, and They're doing the opposite of what the Lions did. Right? Like, yeah, we already have DK and Tyler Lockett, but let's give him another let's one. That, one more. Yeah, another one that he can rely on because all eyes are going to be on DK Metcalf. All eyes are going to be on Tyler Lockett. Look who's open. <laughs> cover three guys yeah, at once. Yeah, Jackson Smith. And look, those tight ends, Noah Fant and Will Disley, those are streaming tight ends in fantasy point of view, but, like, they're not going to take away the targets away from the rookie wide receiver. But I like it a lot, man. I I will say that just because I just like the fact that the like the Seattle Seahawks are doing a rare thinking that most teams don't do. And that's, that's like what I'm saying. I don't let's like give it, him I guess, more targets, the, uh, huh? I, that's what I'm saying. I guess in the terms of I don't like it because I guess it's maybe out of the norm a little bit. You know, you look at a team and they got two all-star wide receivers. They usually would not draft another wide receiver unless you're the Cardinals. Yeah, but. No, I don't. I will know. admit though, it's a good, it's a good pickup. I like it. Yeah, getting CLC Hawks a good wide receiver, uh, even though I'm already having two elite wide receivers, I, I just like how they're giving him help. I just like that. Yeah. I mean, he, he's already supporting their quarterback. He's I definitely like a good quarterback. Definitely a big change since Russell Wilson left. Uh, he definitely didn't write back yet, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's a good uh, pickup for the CLC Hawks. Uh, but when you talk about fantasy point of view, and you're talking about like. Do I pick him up? Do I not pick him up? Do I stream him? Do I not stream him? Look, 
honestly wouldn't waste a dime on him. No, I wouldn't. I Not hate on this to one. say it. Not on this one. If you're talking about a team like the Falcons and they don't have a wide receiver, they pick up Jackson Smith. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, yeah, you would use him. Spend That's the reason money. I'm bringing up, you know, with Bajan. Yeah, you don't really have anybody. Yeah. So like, I'm just saying, I would not spend a dime on him. Obviously, he's going to be a maybe a sleeper in the future, not this season, probably next season. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely is going to be one of those flex players that, or streamers that you're going to be playing depending on the week you're in, you know, depending on injuries, bye weeks. I could def- I definitely see him being picked up maybe like for one week play it to drop back down. Yep. Uh, he reminds me of like a Michael Gallup probably for yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, you, you play him for one week and then you just leave him because they already got C.D. Lamb and Amari Goopy at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Jackson Smith, I wouldn't waste a dime on him, would you? No. Yeah. Out of the options, anyway, I wouldn't. I feel like there's way better options. Even if you don't get DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. There's way better options. There's still better options. Like I would have DJ Chark over yeah. Jackson Smith. So. Um, who knows? Maybe Jackson Smith is going to surprise us, spit in our face. and Yeah, who knows? Obviously, though, it just adds more death to the team for the Seattle Seahawks as a whole. Uh, but, like, again, we're, this is a fantasy football podcast, so obviously we have to talk about, like, yeah, don't spend that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, again, it's our opinion. Yeah. So. Our opinion. Don't <laughs> come at us. <laughs> um, so, any final thoughts Thoughts on Jackson Smith and the Jabba? I'm a, I tried it one more time. The Jabba? Jabba the Hut? Jabba the Hut. Already got his nickname? Already. Not even played one game yet in NFL. Already got a nickname from Wayo Brown. <laughs> well, we've got that with uh, Will Levis. Oh, yeah, that's real. Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Levi's or whatever. Uh, no, I, like I said, Jackson Smith is just keep an eye on him maybe. Yeah. I, Put him I, on your watch list. Yeah, like side, side eye him a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't say, you know, drop someone in order to pick him up. Because oh. at the end of the day, you would at best be picking up a third string wide receiver on the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'd say hold off. I would too. So moving on to the next pick, which is right after Jackson Smith, the twenty-first pick with the Chargers. I think this one is okay. I like it. Um, it's Quinton Johnston out of TCU, another wide receiver that went to the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, I like this one a lot better than Jackson. I will say that. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Just for that. the fact that they have. Austin Eckler, who may be leaving the team sooner than later. I hate to say it, but he may be leaving. And right now, the wide receiver right now is Keenan Allen. And he's a, struggled. He struggled with injury a little bit last year. I will say that. But he's an elite wide receiver. He's one of those wide receivers that he could be. He could actually be like your number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He really can be. But when it comes to, like, down the stretch, you just got to worry about Because, like, Justin Herbert as a quarterback is a really good quarterback, but he's yeah. not always consistent with his wide receivers. So you can get, like, a really good game with Austin. Uh, Austin. <laughs> I almost said Austin Allen. It's a mix of both worlds. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so Keenan Allen, you can get a really good – a big game out of him in PPR, and then the next week it's just, like – you get, like, 30 points, and then the next week it's, like, 10. You know what I mean? And then the next week he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. Like he just—he's not always consistent. And I just like the fact that Johnston over here, uh, Quentin Johnson, 
being with the Los Angeles Chargers, not only does it give Justin Herbert another like target, it also takes the pressure off Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. Like Keenan Allen's probably gonna get a lot of the uh, the defense on him, and you know, look, this is Johnson, Quentin Johnson. Yep. So uh, this guy, I I, I am kind of thinking about spending a little bit on him. Um, I will say though, Quentin Johnson is a big boy. He is <laughs> three. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll be your big target downfield, you know, I guess yeah. kind of like a Julio Jones kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Even though Julio Jones wasn't, I think, six foot three, he was still a big target. Yeah. Uh, so, like, when you look at the wide receivers right now, I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Joshua Palmer, and tight end Gerald Everett. Josh Palmer, who was a start of the week. A few times yeah. while Keenan Allen was out. Mike Williams had good games here and there. Like, again, kind of like Keenan Allen wasn't always consistent. Mm-hmm. I definitely liked his pickup. Quinton Johnson would be plugged into this offense. Uh, I will spend a dime on him. I actually may even, like, draft him at the end of the round. At the yeah. End, like I, the very last round. I think I would do that. Just a little I dart, agree with that one. dart throw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, like, two, three weeks into the – fantasy season sometimes you have a player that's like all right i don't need him no more or he's not gonna do well or a player gets injured the first god forbid but like a player gets injured the first two weeks and like all right well i gotta drop and pick somebody else up you know mm-hmm. uh, that's when quentin johnson might come in and be like you know what he may have potential let me just keep him real quick because i have a spare i have a spare spot right now on my bench it's not gonna hurt me yeah um Quentin Johnson, though, I, I, I like it. I really do. I, I I just like the fact that, you know, Austin Eck, I mean, Keenan Allen, he was not very consistent a lot. Mike Will, the team as a whole, wide receiver, was not consistent. No. I just really hope that changes when this rookie joins with them. Yeah, it'll definitely. Especially if they lose, like, say they do, they they lose Austin Eckler. Who are they going to pass the ball to? Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like Austin Eckler was a major target. He was a two-down back. He was always catching those touchdowns, uh, catching those uh, for some reason, I was going to say something that was going to sound really, really side-eyed. So I was like, never mind. I stopped myself. He's really catching. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> just like, okay, moving on. <laughs> and. I saved myself. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I like to pick up. I, I honestly think this is better than the Seahawks one. Yeah. Se- Seahawks, I like. I agree I with do you. Like, but this one's a little bit better when you talk about death. But, honestly, death. the one after this is probably my favorite. Okay, then. So we don't have any final thoughts on Quinton Johnson? No. All right, moving on to Jagger's favorite. Out of the four wide receivers that were drafted, this is the one I feel the best about, even with the uh, recent signing to the team, and that's with Zay Flowers of the Baltimore Ravens. And keep in mind, the four wide receivers were all drafted one after another, right after each other, all in a line. So... Thank you, I guess, Seattle. You woke everyone up. Yeah. <laughs> so the Baltimore Ravens drafted Zay Flowers, a wide receiver from Boston College. I like it because look what's been, look what's been happening to the Ravens as a whole during the offseason. They've just been crumbling. Yeah, and they need some young talent, and that's where Zay Flowers is going to bloom their offense. Oh, oh. I like it. I like it. Um, I mean, they obviously signed good old Lamar Jackson to a big contract. Signed him back. Yeah, signed him back with the rumors of him potentially leaving. But when you look at the wide receiver base right now, you got Rashad Bateman, who's a really, really good wide receiver. 
Uh, Odo Beckham Jr. Who is broke it down, Jr. Yeah. And this one I like. I think that I think this should be why we see number three, but it's gonna be uh Devin Duvernay. Duvernay was a big explosion. <laughs> he was. I like I like this one. And I like how they add Zay Flowers to the mix now because like I love Odell Beckham Jr. I like what he's done in the past, but like when you talk about fantasy value and just like Odell bro, has not been it he the hasn't last been, two years. Not yet. Every, like the Rams, he had like a good two week run. That was it. You know, he got hurt in the first drive of the Super Bowl. Towards ACL. He got a ring. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like legit, like Odell broken down junior is breaking down. Yeah. So like, and we've you, we've both said it before, you know, coming back from an injury like that, you're usually not the same. Yeah, it's an ACL tear is you don't come back the same. Mm-mm. You never do. I hate to say it, if people overcome it, some people don't. So or just some change people with do it. overcome it, and it's like it never happened. Yeah, like Adrian Peterson did that, and it was like whoa. He was probably even better. Yeah. Post ACL tear. Yeah. Know? So, but uh, yeah, when you look at the offense, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, running backs over there, Rashawn Bateman, Odell Beckham Jr., De- Devin Duvernay, QB, Lamar Jackson, adding good old Zay Flowers to this. Don't even forget about the tight ends. Mark. No, you cannot Andrews. forget about Mark Andrews. You no one forgets about Mark forget Andrews. about Mark Andrews. I almost did, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> he is the number one wide receiver. Yeah, he is. Even though he's a tight end. But he just gets targeted so much by Lamar Jackson. With Lamar. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a really good one. And, like, going Zay Flowers, <sighs> bro, I honestly think he's going to do better than Devin DuVernay. I think Rashad Bateman is uh. going to still be the number one role. But I think DuVernay may, t- he may take DuVernay's number two spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're talking about fantasy football and you're talking about, like, am I going to waste my time on him? Am I going to spend my money on him? You can. Yeah. If you want to. But it's not really necessary. You know what I mean? I want to state that <laughs> I wouldn't really say that I'm the wide receiver guy on the podcast, right? But I would like to think I have a decent knowledge on wide receivers. I hit them pretty decently yeah. most of the time, right? More than I do a lot of the other positions. Tight end's pretty easy. You just say, yeah, this guy, okay, cool, he got a touchdown. But, you know, yeah. That doesn't take a whole lot of thought. But honestly, I'm just not getting that feeling from any of, of these, these wide four? receivers in the first round. Yeah. I hate to say it. I don't mean to be mean to these guys because we haven't even seen them play a professional game. You know, If I had to choose one out of the bunch, mine would definitely be – the good old, hold on, I just forgot him. Quentin? Quentin Johnson. The yeah, one. mine would have to be Zay, Zay Flowers. Yeah, and I, and I get it. I totally get it. They need more just help over there. In terms of the team. Yeah. But if I'm going to make, okay, like this. Gonna make would I rather pick up Bajon Johnson or any of these wide receivers? I'd rather pick up Bajon. Yeah, makes sense. I would too. Any day. Any day. I have a really good feeling about Bajon. Um, and again, I, I would make a bet on it right now for his placement, but I want to wait until we see, I guess, the official depth chart, you know? Yeah, I understand it. You just don't know yet going into the regular season. I hate to say it, if Bajan is as good as I got a feeling about, I could see him cracking 10, 
Yeah, I can see that happening. Which is hard for a running back. For a running back. Especially a rookie running uh, I think back. Last, I think the last person that did that was... Uh, Saquon did. I think it was... Uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, one of your favorite running backs. I forgot his name. Dang it. Oh, Najee Harris. I yeah. think it was the last one Najee. to do that as a rookie. I thought Kenneth Walker did. And Kenneth Walker did too, my yeah. bad. Um, so, Zay Flowers, any final thoughts before we move on from Zay Flowers? No, I mean, this is another one. I probably wouldn't draft him unless you're going for a name. Yeah. That's probably it. That's really it. But I would say I, I am I agree with you. You are correct. He's definitely one of those players you want to invest in out of all the wire I'd series. I'd keep an eye on him. Yeah. Out of the four in the first round, I'd keep an eye on him. Yeah, definitely Zay Flowers. So moving on to the fourth wide receiver, another purple team that yeah. drafted a wide receiver. Uh, I don't remember what pick was he. Do you he know? He was the twenty third. Twenty third pick right after Zay Flowers. And that's gonna be uh, Jordan Addison. Did I say that right? Addison, Addison. wide receiver from USC. Uh, what does that stand for, Jagger? University of South Carolina. Oh, okay. I was gonna say San Carolina. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota Vikings. Look, I know. Like when we talk about wide receiver, you're gonna be like, "Bro, what? Justin Jefferson's over there." We understand that. Justin Jefferson's an elite wide receiver. Yes. No one's gonna stop him. Kirk Cousins has a great connection with him. You forget that Adam Thielen ain't there no more. Yes, Adam Thielen is no longer there. He's no longer a Viking. So I think this is a good pickup. For the Vikings, just to help out Justin Jefferson. And not only that, just to give the quarterback a better target that mm-hmm. could be very useful in a regular season. Just don't pull a good old, who's the, the rookie? Um, yeah, don't pull a Cody Watson, bro. <laughs> and just be like, oh, he's a rookie. He's, he has young blood. He's reliable. Let me just throw the ball and just drop it right there, you know, on your first play of the game. Christian Watson. Christian Watson. Um, don't do that, Jordan Addison. Don't do that. Um, look, you probably are going to get deep throws from the quarterback because Justin Jefferson likes those, and I'm pretty sure he's going to give them to you too, good old Jordan Addison. But just don't drop the ball, please. No. Yeah. Don't do not do it. But, look, when you talk about fantasy football and if you want to spend your money on him, spend your time with him, take him out on a date, I don't know, whatever you want to do with him. Look, Quentin, <laughs> Quentin Johnson, Jordan <laughs> Addison, honestly, maybe. Honestly, maybe just a little bit. A little bit. A lot better than Jackson Smith and Quentin Johnson. Yeah. I mean, uh, Zay Flowers. No, no, no. I I would honestly say these two are pretty close. Yeah, they're pretty close. They're kind of in the similar situation. Same class, but not same class. You know what I mean? Same grade, different classroom, you know? Uh, Just make sure you change a few problems and we ain't going to have an issue, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, like, Jordan Addison, I think this is a good one. I obviously would spend some of my money on him just due to the fact that when you look at the wide receiver room at the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, it's just really Justin Jefferson. That's really it. Once Adam Thielen left, it's just like, no, there's not even like a veteran wide receiver there at the and moment. it definitely so. sounds like we aren't going to see Dalvin Cook at the start of the season. Doesn't look like it. So, the real question is though, would you draft Jordan Addison? I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, oh, here we go. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager, uh, K.J. Osborne. 
Yeah. And that's really it. Yeah. Um, I they do have, uh, what's his name? T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. Who is going to take a lot? So uh, Those targets, yes, he is. Uh, right. So, like, say Addison comes into the play, he's definitely going to be a wide receiver three with T.J. Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson. Justin's definitely the number one. Yeah, definitely no number one. Behind him has to be T.J. Hawkinson right after that. It's up to the drawing board. Whatever, you, Whoever wants to take the role, take the role, and I think Addison's going to take it. I hope so. He's going to steal it like Indiana Jones and replace it with C.J. Ham. I don't know. <laughs> Just read a random name off the board. Uh-huh. Um, again, allergies. Making me weird, think weird things. Getting so, lightheaded. Lightheaded. Oh. Dehydrated. Need water. So I really want to talk about the tight end. The tight end is probably one of the most that I'm excited about. Up there with Bajon. Yeah. Um, All right, take it away. Yeah, and take I really like it, and I kind of don't like it. I like it because... Dang, you already have a love-hate relationship well, with Well, listen, you know, they went and did my boy Dawson Knox dirty. Oh, uh, okay. you know? I understand. I yeah, that's understand. why I'm a little upset. He's like the homie, you know he what I mean? He is. And, just, and they just fired the homie. Yeah. They didn't fire him, but figure of speech. Yeah. So... Like he's... Yeah. With the 25th pick, the Buffalo Bills went ahead and drafted Dalton Kincaid out of Utah at the tight end position. And I really like this pickup. I really do. And, again, I really don't. <laughs> Dawson Knox, that's Just because of Dawson Knox. That's the only reason. I understand it. But in terms of performance, I feel like he could make a crack at top five. I'm not going to say the Rushmore. Rushmore's definitely up there. Yeah. You know, you, you got the well, like Mark look, Andrews look, look. and Travis Kelsey. If you're talking about tight ends, it's about them breaking the top ten. Besides mm-hmm. it being past five, it's pretty easy yeah. to make it in the top ten. For example, Kyle Pitts had one touchdown two years ago. Was in like a what? ton of yardage, and we, that's all he needed. And that was like, what, number seven of yeah. the year? Yeah, he was up there. He was definitely up there. Um, so, like, these tight ends that make it that are not on the Mount Everest of tight ends uh, can make it with, like, one touchdown depending on your scoring platform, or like two touchdowns, it's pretty easy. And I and I agree with you. I could see Buffalo Bills, Dalton, how do you say his last name? Kincaid. Kincaid. I could definitely see him making that run for it. Again, I, I, I agree with you, though. Um, I feel bad for Dawson Knox. Going yeah, that's only it. And, like, honestly, I am extremely happy. <laughs> With the draft pickup. I think it's a great pickup. I think so, too. I but really again, do. I'm just like, oh, man, Dawson Knox was so good. He's definitely a player that you could probably draft. Oh, for sure. If it's a tight end, it's definitely one you can draft. I mean, look at Kyle Pitts two years ago. Yep. When he was when he was drafted by the Falcons, everyone was like, yep, he's gone first round. And he was. Yeah, he he was, was gone first, second round. <laughs> and it was crazy. And, and that's what Dalton K- Kincaid can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I see that happening because it's the Buffalo Bills, a elite offensive team that's always relies on touchdowns. And well, a lot of teams do. All of them do. When you think about it, you need to win the game. I need to win the game. But like my point is, they're a very, very hard hitting offensive team. Mm-hmm. And so they just like to share the ball to everybody. Josh Allen likes to throw it to Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox, even the running backs over there, you know? That's why I like this pickup, because Dawson Knox was so involved. Yeah, he was. And now, I hate to say it, in my opinion, you're getting a better tight end than Dawson Knox. I think so, too. And I think he's Dalton's going to get a lot of targets. Yeah. So 
I hate to say it. I think you could maybe sneak away with it. Maybe he can fall a few rounds in your league if people aren't up to date on the draft. Yeah. But honestly, I see this guy not leaving the top five rounds. I agree with you. Like I said, when it comes to tight ends, uh, that's just how it is. When it comes to tight ends, it's a very small landscape to find a really good, consistent tight end during the actual fantasy season. But look, you just got to be one of those landscapers go in and just be like, you know what? I'm going to pick him up right I'll here. Pull the weed. You know what I mean? I'm going to cut the grass. And Dalton Connick Cage is there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, honestly, I have, for some reason, this is off topic, but I feel like I'm going to have a really good nickname for him in the future. <laughs> I'm going to make it up not on purpose. And uh-huh. it's just going to be like, it's going to stick with him for the rest of the year. Well, we've already got flowers, you know. but Yeah, Zay Flowers. Yeah. Uh, good old blooming. Uh, honestly, yeah, I would, I would honestly love to draft. Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, he is definitely Dalton Kincaid is one of those rookie players that are going to be drafted high and with like Bryce. Not even like he's probably the number one off the board out of the draft right now, because uh, I believe he could go before those quarterbacks: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony yep. Richardson. Yeah, I think he could go before those guys for sure. Because you don't know what he's going to deliver those quarterbacks, but you know, as a tight end. You need a tight end. We've said it before. If you don't got that Mount Rushmore, you know, the top four, top five tight yeah. ends, you're now looking week to week trying to find a good tight end, and it's exhausting. It's, it's a lot of work. Cause you got, when you look into a tight end, you got to be like, okay, what team are they playing? Is it a good defense or a bad defense? Yeah. All right. How, What's the you, touchdown upside? Yeah, did they uh, let it, off a lot of touchdowns? No. Okay. Did he get a touchdown last game or did he not get a touchdown last game? Did he get yardage? If he's playing in PPR, you're how like. How many targets did he get? Yeah. How many targets did he get? So and you, if you're playing with Fab, okay, how much money can I spend? Yeah, or can like, I get away not spending money and maybe run the chance that no one else can pick him do up? Do I have to spend my number one waiver pick yeah. on this tight end? You know, that, that's what it runs into when you don't have a top five Mount Rushmore of tight ends. So we, we talk, if you guys are new to the show and you're running Mount Rushmore, and we're talking about Mark Andrews. We're talking about good old Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Talking about Kittle. You're talking about maybe even uh, maybe Waller. I don't know. Zach Ertz. Uh, is Those one? two are making a run at it. I yeah, feel like Waller I, has kind of. Yeah. Well, you we don't know. He's with the Giants now, so That's we don't true. know. He may he be he may be different. Um, but like those are the tight ends you're gonna have that are always gonna be consistent. You're gonna have a good, especially kid on week to week, week, and you ain't gotta week, worry about the position. Don't have to worry about it. You don't That's even why they're always gone in like the first round. Yeah, so. That's why it's a tough landscape, and that's why this Buffalo Bill tight end Dalton Concade is probably gonna be gone in the top five. Mm-hmm. Probably even gone before Kyle Pitts. Hopefully. Hopefully. Cow pitch sucks. <laughs> yeah. You notice that now. Oh, I do. I sure do. <sighs> hey, man. I, I just want everyone to hear my message. Don't draft Kyle Pitts. I went back, and I just picked him up again. Remember, I traded him. Yep. I traded for him. Yep. And then he got injured. Yep. So, I'm like welcome. the final blowout game he's going to have. He's going off, and then he gets injured. Yep. You're welcome. <sighs> <laughs> well, yeah, but don't worry, because now there's a new light for offense over there in Atlanta, and his name is Bajon. Johnson. Yeah, that is true. Kyle Pitts is not going to touch the ball at <laughs> all. I paid the team. <laughs> I slipped him a dollar bill. It's like one of that. It's like that scene from Benchwarmers. It says, I am 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he's good to go. He's, he's good to go. Don't start him. 20 bucks. Here you go. What do you mean? He's like six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a mustache. Uh, so. Hey. Honestly. 
I like it. I like how the first round turned out. Uh, the real question is, I guess we could throw Will Levis, Will Levi's in there. I don't know if I would draft him. I wouldn't. Just I wouldn't either. To the quarterback room is too crowded over there at the moment. Yeah, yeah good old Ryan Tannehill. Uh, the quarterback they drafted last year, yep. which was uh, is it Mikel, uh Willies? I think something like that. Yeah, Willis. Blanking on it too. Yeah. Uh, so they it's a crowded, crowded quarterback yeah. room, and I don't know if I would spend and gamble on. I don't even. G-Man. Yeah, I I don't I don't even know if I would pick him up just in free agency even. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't either. I feel like it's going to be a, all right, well, we'll see you next year. It just depends. Like, you, you got to wait for more news to come yeah. out. You got to. Brian Tannehill went down with injury or yeah, something like, like that. Like, you know? even if they do name him as a starting QB, like, I would probably waste, like, the last draft pick on him as a gamble. Yep. If not, just pick him up during the free agent mm-hmm. if you need a quarterback. Yeah. Um, but that's if he's number one. But right now, it's not even worth mentioning. You no. know, to be like they haven't said anything. Six round, go pick up the G man. You uh-huh. know what I mean? With the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I, I I get you there. So, so I guess one question though, before we end off, out of everyone in the first round we went over, um, I guess who's my sleeper pick? Yeah, who would you hopefully be able to draft? And again, this is not Wes, so I can be like, okay, well, I'm going to draft him. But this is to help the Honestly, people, and unfortunately, we've talked about I'm, it before. I'm looking at the running backs, the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, the tight end. But if you were to just pick If one. I had to pick one that's been a, a draft pick on, it's going to have to be... I don't know. I'm kind of leading C.J. Stroud. Yeah, or Dalton Kincaid, but I think it's the one. The number one answer for me is Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I'm leaning with Bajan. I got a lot of hype with Bajan, but I do have Dalton Kincaid sneaking up there. Yeah, like I would like out of the running back, out of the whole first run offense, I would have to go with CJ Stroud, and mm-hmm. then Dalton Kincaid. I mean, who can I say, in my opinion, is probably the safest option? In my opinion, is probably Dalton Kincaid. Yeah. But, like, if you're going to gamble and be like, you know, this – I looking at the evidence, bro, it has to be a QB to hit the, you know, jackpot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you look at it, those three teams need a quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? And quarterbacks are one of those they – don't, they don't score you as much points as your running back do, but it's a decent amount of points to your, your actual fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And I would just, I don't know, for some reason, like, I like the number one pick, Bryce Young. Yeah. But I think it's just in the back of my mind, just like, that's the number one pick. So you don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what, like what happened to Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow the first two years, yeah. you know? They were rough, but now they're they're coming back. Yeah, and so, like, when you talk about Bryce Young and you're going to spend a draft pick, you probably can, but he's probably not going to do really well his first year. It may take a couple years to, like, marinate. Mm-hmm. Um, but CJ Stroud, for some reason, I have a feeling about him. He might be like a Justin Herbert for me. Out of the quarterbacks, in my opinion, I do like Anthony Richardson. That one's a really good Playing one, too. with the Colts, with... <laughs> Michael um, Pittman Jr. Yep, uh, and uh, JT uh, Jonathan. Yeah, uh, he's got some decent weapons. Taylor, there. Yeah, I like it. That's probably what would be my quarterback pick out of them. Yeah, that that that's true. I but mean, my overall pick, the one I would have to stake my claim, gamble my whole season on, I guess. Peon claim your territory. Yeah, would have to be Bajon. 
<laughs> I got I got a really good feeling about Bajan. Bajan. He's gonna be in the next uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think I like I think I, the reason why I like CJ Shaw is because like I don't know when I look at the wide receiver. I think the only one they really have is Robert Woods and Nico Collins, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. I, for some reason, I kind of think he's a sleeper. I think I might just gamble on him, but it's just me. Yeah. Could just be the hair. Could just be the color. I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> um, but this guy looks like a cool man, <laughs> and I want him on my team. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Bajon. Yeah. My safe pick, though, if I was to recommend to everyone else, would have to be Dalton King. Yeah, me too. And I agree with you 100%. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you on that. Because no. I agree 100%. That's how the world should act like. Like that, guys. We should not start wars over. Yeah, there you go. The Just number Eddie. one pick should be Anthony Richardson. No, you know no. what? I'm taking you to war right now. Just, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, is that it? I yeah, guess? That's, that's it. I'm actually kind of surprised we ran through all of those as quickly as we did. Me too. I, it was. It was. Not that I was like, "Oh man, we need another episode." That's actually really good. I honestly, I know <laughs> this is a weird because I'm doing a review of our own episode, but like, I don't know. I kind of just like the pace of this episode. We just went like we didn't spend too much time on each yep. player, but we 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 gave out our opinions, a good amount of information. The offense as a whole, you know what I mean? I, I think we did pretty good. I, I liked it a lot. I'd give us a gold star. Out of 10, I'll give us maybe like an 8.7. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait. On the Rotten Tomato meter, I would give us a... Uh, honestly, Rotten Tomato meter, I would give us like a 57%. But if you talk about like the audience reaction meter, that's like a 97%. Oh, okay, okay. Have you seen those? <laughs> yep. Like the, the, the Rotten Tomato thing would be like, like 45. Yeah, 5%, 47%. And then like the audience review is 100. like 100, 96, 97. That's like crazy, dude. Like this shouldn't even count, you know? Yep. <sighs> just don't even look at that one. Look the, at the audience score, you know? You're going to like it because you're not reviewing it. You're there just to watch it. Yep. And if the audience likes what it. What are the critical theories of this film? Then go see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how it is with Super Mario's, dude. It was yep. a really bad Rotten Tomato score, but the audience score was like 97. Yep. Critics hated it. Yeah, but it was so good, dude. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> moving on from that. Uh, any final thoughts, I guess, before I send us out? Uh, no. If everyone wants to gamble <laughs> or not gamble, go with Dalton Kincaid. Jagger Turn 21, now he wants to talk about gamble. Oh, wow. Okay. I see how it is. Oh, no, 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 How many times did you say gamble the first, like, the last 10 minutes, huh? Uh, one, two, three. Good. <laughs> Just, uh, I think it's like about five or six. I don't got enough fingers on my hands to count. I was talking with this one friend, and it, <laughs> they're like, I was like, when they're like, when is your nephew so cute? They can, they're like, they can have an actual full-on conversation with you because they're like two, three years old. I'm like, that's the bro. I said, I feel like kids nowadays are way smarter than we were when we were kids. I'm like, to be honest, man, I still count my fingers. Uh-huh. Like, I, like, they're like, over here, like. Yeah, yeah, on an iPad or tablet or whatever. And over there, like, okay, so I need six cables. One, two, uh, three, three, four, five, six. I have five or four. How many guys do I have in my crew? One. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I still count my fingers. And I'm, like, out of high school, got, like, what, going to be 21 soon. Yep. And it's just like, <sighs> let me restart. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> let me, I'm let me, smart. Let me <laughs> I can count past nine. I can't get past it. <laughs> How many fingers do I have? Ten? <laughs> That's how much as I can count right there. 
<sighs> 11? I've never heard of that number. Unless you got 11 fingers. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, anyways, moving on. I guess we're going to send this out. Uh, I don't, That's it, right? No, any yep. final thoughts? Yep. All right. So, if you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger and FS Podcast in general, go ahead and follow our social media account. That's going to be all of our social media accounts, including Twitter and Instagram, is going to be at the real FSP. Again, that's going to be at the real FSP. Uh, go ahead and you know search that. Type it. I don't care. Find us. Follow us. Tweet us. And if you guys got any questions for us, you guys can go ahead and DM us or tweet us on any of those platforms. If you guys want to email us. It's in the description of this podcast, just like everything else is. And no matter what kind of platform you guys are listening to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click that so you guys can get a notification when we upload our next episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, what you could do is go ahead and rate this show. And if you listen on only Apple Podcasts, what you could also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that. So we could do better for you guys in the next episode. And I forgot to mention one thing. This is also in the description of my podcast. But go ahead and follow our YouTube account. It's going to be the FS Podcast. I'll go ahead and search that out. Get that subscription because we're gonna be uploading content on there soon. So go ahead and get that and subscribe. Like I, I feel like I should state we've said like, oh yeah, we're gonna do Wayas Punishment on this date. Yeah. At this point, I'm not even gonna give you people a date. It's gonna come out when it comes out. Right? <laughs> you don't know. It's gonna be surprised. Boom. Yeah. There it is. Um, like I said, we are working on another project at this time. We do have a full time job to do. Yeah. Along with this, so not that I'm all like, well, I don't want to work on this at all. <laughs> but uh, like I told Wea, I just got off of working about 16 hours yesterday, and then I had to show up at six o'clock in the morning today. Yeah, we we have to pay for our own podcast somehow. Yeah. Right. <sighs> so, anyways, not that I'm giving you an excuse. I'm just saying I don't want to give out like, okay, it's going to be on this date. And yeah. Then it doesn't and, come and, out. And you're like, well, you guys lied to us. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to say it's going to come out when it comes out. Uh, when we get closer, maybe we'll give you a date. Ooh, say that saying. Say that saying. It is what it is. It is, what, it is. what people say. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah. So thank you all for tuning in to the show. Uh, and before I end the show, I just want to say Mother's Day is actually this coming Sunday. Saturday. Is it Sunday? Sunday. Is it Sunday? Yep. Uh, wish all the mothers happy Mother's Day. Wish your mom happy Mother's Day. You guys have a great Mother's Day weekend. And we will see you guys next week.